Hey y'all, welcome to Confident Health, your guide to finding your true total body health. I'm your host, Allie, a certified fitness and nutrition coach driven to help you discover the real you and to love her even more. Each week, we'll discuss topics on fitness, nutrition, body confidence, overall general health, self-love, and just living life. I'm so excited you're here. So let's go find your confident health. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Confident Health. I'm so grateful that you are here with me, ready to learn more about your health and how to improve it. Today I'm going to be diving in a little bit about sleep and how it impacts your health, any goals that you might be working on achieving, everything like that. It's probably one of the lowest priorities when it comes to starting out with health fitness journeys. Everybody's talking about exercise and nutrition and water, everything like that, you know, giving you all these tips. And one of the ones that's so often overlooked is sleep. And it's not one of the focuses for many, many people, but it really should start to become one of your major focuses and something that you should really look at when it comes to how much sleep you're getting, the quality of sleep you're getting, and how it impacts your actual health and how you are doing day in and day out. Most adults, we only get six hours or less of sleep each night, and honestly, that is not enough. You might think that you're doing okay, that you feel fine, that that four or five hours is plenty, like you feel well-rested, but really, you need to be getting seven to nine hours to be optimally rested and to get quality sleep, to be feeling good, having that low where four, five, six hours of sleep really isn't enough for so many reasons. That lack of sleep impacts way more than you probably realize. It impacts your weight, your energy levels, obviously, your anxiety, depression, stress, you know, that mental side of your health. It impacts your immune system, your hunger levels during the day, your skin health, your heart health, how you perform just body performance on the regular day-to-day basis, how you perform in the gym with your workouts, exercise, everything like that. So while you may feel okay or normal, you know, you can probably feel way, way better, have way more energy and be doing so much better health-wise if you make some changes to your sleep. It can be changes to the amount of sleep that you get, the quality of sleep that you can get, you know, just improving your sleep in general and making that a focus and priority can have so many changes and impacts to your overall health. And what I'm going to talk about now is some ways to improve your sleep, both quality and amount that you get. So make sure that you are setting a routine you know, wake up and go to bed at the same time or within 60 minutes of the same time every single day, weekends included. I don't know if you're like me, but I used to wake up way later on the weekends than I did during the weekdays, you know, because we have the work schedule. You have to get things done before we go to work. We have to get things done after work. So on the weekends, we're like, oh, we will catch up on our sleep. I'm using air quotes if you cannot see me because it's BS, all right? 
catching up on sleep on the weekends is not how to do it. You can make small changes during the week, you know, setting a strict schedule of when you go to sleep, when you wake up from sleep, and do not deviate from that. Even on the weekends, like if you get up at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday, don't get up any later than 6 a.m. on the weekends. Go to bed at around the same time on the weekends too. And this will help set your body's internal clock. You know, typically our bodies are naturally designed to wake up with the sun and go to bed with the sun, naturally. Sunshine, it gives us that energy, that vitamin D, all those endorphins and stuff that we need to feel energized. So when our sleep schedule and our sleep clock falls in line where we are waking up and going to sleep at the same time, it kind of gets into a routine and your body can fall asleep faster. It can feel more rested when it wakes up. It sleeps more consistently through the night. But if you're changing when you're waking up and when you're going to sleep all the time, that's going to impact how your body reacts and how your body performs day in and day out. Your bedroom should be used only for two things, sleep and intimacy, aka, you know, doing the thing. So those should be the only two things that you are doing in the bedroom. There should be no work being done in there, no TV watching, no social media stuff, Don't just like lay in bed and do all sorts of things. Don't study in there. If you're a student, just make your bedroom space for sleeping. Make it relaxing. Keep it dark during the evening times. Have curtains for blocking out the light, the moonlight, things like that. Have no TVs, no computers. Make sure that your bed and blankets are comfortable. If you're not comfortable in your bed, You really need to look at investing in a different bed. You should be very comfortable when you go to sleep. Have comfortable pillows where you are sleeping well. Your head is supported. Your body is supported. I mean, everybody likes different beds, but whether it be firm or soft, same with pillows. So make sure that all of that stuff works for you. Even your bedding, make sure that it's comfortable to you. It is cooling. Do not sleep in a super warm place. Make sure that it is cooler um, because the temperature that you do sleep in does impact how you sleep. It might not be something that you think about, but keeping that in track, paying attention to that will also help make sure that you are having a good night's sleep. Like I said, don't watch your TV in bed. Don't do all those things. Make sure that your bed is used for sleep and intimacy only. The third tip to improve your sleep, avoid caffeine and alcohol in the evenings. Both can impact how you sleep and how you fall asleep. You know, I personally recommend, and I do this myself, avoid caffeine in the evenings. Actually, after noon, lunchtime, if it's after 3 p.m. is also a really good rule of thumb. If you do need a little bit of um, afternoon caffeination and you can handle it, for me personally, if I do consume caffeine in the afternoon, I will have trouble sleeping. I can contest to this. Sunday, I was driving home from visiting my family and it was two in the afternoon and I was dragging. So I decided I'd get a naturally caffeinated drink and it would be good. And when I say naturally caffeinated, it was caffeinated with tea. So it's more of a natural source versus energy drink type sources or sodas. It was a more natural, natural caffeine 
source. But I did not fall asleep that night until 2 a.m. Y'all, I drank it at 2 p.m., could not fall asleep until after 2 a.m. And it messed me up the next night, too. I'm not joking. Watch caffeine intake. You might, if you are struggling to go to sleep at a decent time, struggling to stay asleep all night, see when you are drinking your caffeine in the afternoon and maybe change and don't drink caffeine earlier. You know, you can start with 3 p.m., see how that affects, move it closer. My rule of thumb is that I don't drink it in the afternoon unless I know I'm going to be up late and I'm going to need it because it will impact my sleep. Alcohol does impact your sleep as well. Yes, we all know we like to drink those beverages in the evenings, going out, social life, and that is okay on the occasion. I'm not saying you shouldn't drink alcohol, but if you're doing it regularly, pay attention to that because not only are you consuming calories by drinking alcohol, but you also might be impacting your sleep. And if you're trying to improve your health and improve your sleep quality, maybe reduce the amount of alcohol that you're consuming on the regular. Tip number four, reduce screen time. That means time in front of computer screens, TV screens, phone screens, tablet screens, reducing the amount of screen time that you have. Blue light has, there's so many different studies about how it can impact your body, your energy levels, your sleep, things like that. And especially if you are watching TV to go to sleep, if you're on your phone in your bed, if you're doing any of that kind of stuff in bed right before you go to bed, it can impact your sleep. It is recommended that you shut down all technology of screen source at least one hour before bed. This lets your body kind of relax from all that stimulation and lets you go to sleep better. I know I'm not perfect at this. I have a horrible habit of keeping my phone at my bedside, having it close to me as I go to bed, being on it right before bed with my TikToks, my Instagrams, my Facebooks, you know, checking all of those things before you go to bed, checking your email before you go to bed. It doesn't need to be done. When you set up your routine and you set up your schedule of when you're sleeping, get that all done before you go to bed and it can be there and it will be there in the morning when you wake up. I also don't recommend waking up first thing and grabbing your phone to check all that stuff, but if that is your habit, that's something we can discuss and work on another episode, okay? Today we're talking about sleep. So, reduce the amount of screen time that you have before bed. Reduce that extra stimulation, reduce that extra stress, especially if you are doing work or checking emails, things like that, because that can cause a lot of stress for you, and if you're stopping it at least an hour before bed, you are more likely to relax and be ready for bed. Reading books is great. Looking at paper, things like that. You you can still fill your time in activities in relaxing ways besides the TV screen. Take a bath, take a shower. If those are relaxing things to you, read books to your kids or for yourself. You know, clean up the house, clean up your space, take care of things, brush your teeth, do all your nightly routine. And usually if we like make sure that, you know, like Kitchen counters are clean, dishes are taken and put away. You know, doing these activities that will prepare us for a better day the next day. We can probably come up with an hour worth of stuff where we're not necessarily looking at our phone or looking at screens to prepare our bodies for sleep. The last tip that I want to give you is watch when you eat and drink prior to bed. You want to go to bed not with a full, full stomach, so don't eat and go straight to bed. Your body needs some time to digest what's in your, what you just put in it to ensure that you sleep better. Um, If you go with a super full stomach, your body isn't going to necessarily digest all of that while you were sleeping. You might think it will, 
but it more than likely won't. Your body will rest and relax and want to not be working. Um, it does still work while you are sleeping, but having an uncomfortably full stomach before bed will not leave you for feeling good while you are sleeping. You also don't want an empty stomach because then you know you might wake up and have, want, need a snack in the middle of the night or you will wake up starving and just consume a bunch of breakfast. Usually breakfast tends to be a little bit more carb heavy. You know, you get your donuts, your things like that. We don't need to be doing that and wrecking that, that part of our nutrition plan. So you know, don't load up on a bunch of food right before bed. Give yourself some time to digest a little bit of it. Believe me, there have been plenty of nights where I have eaten and gone to bed shortly after, but I try to make sure that I give my body some time to digest a little bit of that food before I go to sleep. You also don't want to be drinking a bunch of water right before you go to sleep. That can lead to waking up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom, you know, bladder issues of that nature. So just watch what you're drinking and eating, you know, that hour or so before bed. That does not mean that you cannot eat or drink after a set number of time per night because you are setting your own sleep schedule here, okay? Some people stay up later and don't have to wake up as early. Some people wake up super early, so they're going to bed earlier. You know, set that schedule that works for you. Set that routine that works for you. That kind of factors in all these things. And find one that works for you, that you are getting good quality of sleep so that you can have your body functioning at the best. You will probably see weight loss if that is your goal, just by getting a better sleep. Because when you are tired, you are more likely to consume more food. You're more likely to consume more beverages and therefore you are consuming more calories. Therefore, you are likely to put on more weight. We make better food choices when we are well-rested in general, okay? Everyone's a little different, so I can't say that that is guaranteed for everybody, but when you are well-rested and you're not exhausted and you're not tired or bored, you are likely to make better food choices You know, like I said, I listed so many different ways that having good quality sleep impacts your body from stress and anxiety to heart health, skin health, immune health. You know, take care of your body. Make sure that you are getting good rest, especially if you're starting a new health journey. Factor in your sleep schedule when it comes to getting these things done. I know when you're trying to add in more workouts and you're trying to eat better, you probably are going to need to take and make some schedule adjustments in general for your across-the-board day-to-day. You know, maybe you reduce the amount of time you watch TV, and you take and watch all your shows on the weekend versus watching them every single night when they're live. Yes, that can be a little struggle if you're worried about people ruining your shows and, you know, spoiler alerts, things like that. Make sure that you're taking care of your body. Taking care of your body is more important than whatever's going on on that show or whatever it may be that you are feeling the need to occupy your time with less productive things for your goals. These are some of those lifestyle changes that you kind of need to make to achieve those goals and focusing on your sleep and making sure that you're getting good quality sleep so your body can achieve all the things that you wish it to is super important here. So like I said, focus a little bit more on your sleep, especially if you are in health and fitness goal. It will have a huge impact on so many different aspects of your body and your life and your health. And it's one of those things I really, really think more people need to pay attention to at any point in their health journey, whether they're starting out or have been on it for a long time. If it starts slacking, refocus in on it and make that a priority. Sometimes it should be a priority even over 
your exercise and nutrition, okay? Everything has its place, and sleep is super important in that health journey. If you got a lot out of this episode, please, please, please let me know. Message me on Instagram at Allie Williamson Fit. I love hearing what people think. You know, screenshot and share to your stories. Make a post about it. I don't care. Just let me know that you are listening. I love hearing from you guys. You letting me know what points you got most out of this. You know, give yourself a month. Try making these changes for a month and see how things feel and how they go. I mean, I really challenge you to make small changes to your sleep schedule and see what happens. If you're looking for more specific guidance to help you with your health and fitness journey, I have applications open for my one-on-one coaching. Go to my website, www.aerohealthandfitness.com, and you can find all the information on my coaching, how to apply, all that fun jazz. Submit your application, and we will be in touch within 48 hours. So connect with me, talk to me, let me know you are listening. It's so great to share some more health and fitness information with you. It is truly my passion. And I'm so, so thankful that you listened to this episode of Confident Health. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Confident Health. If you love this episode, be sure to share with a friend. Just screenshot, post to Instagram, and tag me at Allie Williamson Fit. So be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss another episode. Chat soon.